You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We are recapping the first day of free agency right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Adam Azer with Heath Cummings. Going to get Heath's opinions on what happened on Monday as of about 5 p.m. Eastern. So that's Christian Kirk and Chase Edmonds, James Conner, Mitchell Trubisky. Those are the big ones, I'd suppose. Heath, what stood out to you? What was your favorite fantasy football thing that happened on Monday? My favorite fantasy football thing. Well, I'm happy that Mitchell Trubisky gets another chance to start in the NFL. Gets to try to pull off the uh, Ryan Tannehill uh, resurrection in a different place. I hope that uh, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing for Deontay Johnson or whoever else happens to be fantasy relevant there in Pittsburgh. And I think Trubisky could be a slight upgrade over what Ben Roethlisberger was. Dave and Jamie seem to think that it was not good for Chase Claypool. I don't think we know. Like, what has been good for Chase Claypool? Catching 10 touchdown passes on 80 targets? Like, he's not really been heavily involved as it is. I. I think there's a little bit of hope for him that with a new quarterback coming in, he could build rapport that he didn't have with Ben Roethlisberger. But for the most part, I think it'll probably be Deontay and Najee and everybody else is fighting for scraps. So no change for Najee? I did not. I, at first, and there were some people on Twitter talking about how, you know, it's a mobile quarterback. Maybe there won't be as many running back targets. But then you remember he threw the ball 92 times on 509 attempts to Tariq Cohen yeah. in 2019. In 2018, more than 20% of his passes went to Cohen and Jordan Howard. So if anything, I think maybe Najee might have a chance of averaging better than four yards per carry if they get some, um, some misdirection going with Trubisky in the running game. Okay, Heath, what was your least favorite thing that happened in fantasy today on Monday? Um, I'm a little bit perplexed by the Chase Edmonds thing. It seems like a weird fit. Going to San Francisco, a team that has, not San Francisco, Miami, the San Francisco system, a team that's not historically thrown to their running backs a lot. And Edmonds has been used, like, comparatively much more in the passing game than he has in the run game. Last year, averaged 9.5 carries per game. That was a career high. I don't, like, he's better than Miles Gaskin, but kind of does all the same things. It feels like there's probably another running back coming to Miami as well. And so I, I'm really uncomfortable with how to uh, approach Chase Edmonds right now. Well, how are you approaching it right now? Top 30 guy, top 40? Borderline, like, tw- no, top 25 ish guy oh. for now, but could very easily be in that 30 to 40 range with, with one other happening. And we've still got. Melvin Gordon, James or not James Conner, Leonard Fournette. We still got some some bigger, better backs, so it'll be interesting to see. Okay, James Conner, what do you think Love about it. that? Because it, it's huge if if Edmonds obviously Edmonds is there. If they don't replace Edmonds, there's a lot in the balance there with Conner in Arizona. Yeah, and I don't like I don't know for sure what their plan is, but it seems like they they knew going in they could only afford one of those guys. As soon as Edmonds to Miami was announced, they went and got the deal done with Connor, and it was a generous deal. They guaranteed him a significant amount of money for a running back. He was so so good without Chase Edmonds. There's injury risk there, but I'm not sure there's more injury risk than there is with Dalvin Cook. I think he's a low end number one running back Ooh. unless something major happens. I wouldn't be surprised if they draft a running back in the third or fourth round and they make him split a little bit. I would kind of be surprised if they bring in somebody to handle as much of the passing duties as Chase Edmonds did. Because Connor was better than Edmonds as a pass catcher last year and has been throughout his career. He's good catching the ball. 
Yeah, that'll be an interesting thing to see because I, th- I think he only had seven catches in nine games with Chase Edmonds, and he caught a ton of passes when Edmonds wasn't on the field. So will they kind of split those duties a little bit more? Hopefully they are committed to keeping him involved in the passing game. All right, what do you think about Christian Kirk going to the Jaguars on a mega deal? Yeah, I don't understand this at all. I don't think Christian Kirk is a number one wide receiver. He kind of plays the same position much better, to be honest, but much better than LaVisca Schnault. But he's going to be in the slot, I would assume. He does give them some speed. It gives Trevor Lawrence an outlet and somebody that should be able to at least get open, at least against zone coverage. Um, But, man, that's a ton of money. And with the guys that are still available out there, I've got Kirk as a borderline number three wide receiver right now. I think wide receiver 38 was where he came out. The first time I'll tell you the guy that I love it for in Jacksonville so far is Dan Arnold because we've got a Doug Peterson offense. We've got no improvements made at tight end. In fact, most of the good tight ends are ending up staying with their own team. And now they don't really have a number one wide receiver either. I think Arnold could be a, a top 10 tight end. Four years, $84 million for Christian Kirk. All right, we talked about all this with Dave and Jamie on the full-length show, Fantasy Football Today. And when you hear the Tuesday show of FFT, there'll be a lot more news to react to. Thanks a lot for watching and listening. For Heath, I'm Adam. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today at 5.